Good morning, Lakeshore Collegiate Institute and the Lakeshore Community. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Jigme Keltsang. Welcome back to another episode of the Jigme Keltsang Show. On today's episode, I'm bringing a very special, exclusive interview with a very special guest who has graciously took his time out of his busy schedule to join me here today. Joining me now on the phone is the man himself, Mr. Steve Dangle. Before I formally introduce Steve here on the Jigme Keltsang Show, I just want to give a brief introduction about him. Steve Dangle is a Canadian YouTuber and sports journalist for Sportsnet. He is known for his Leafs fan reaction videos, which he makes after every Leafs games. Steve is also the co-host of the Steve Dangle podcast with the noted Quebecois fancy man Adam Wilde and also Jesse Blake. Before fame, Steve created his channel on February 25th, 2007. The very first video he posted was on March 1st, 2007. Since then, Steve has garnered more than... 90,000 subscribers to his YouTube channel since its creation. So now, this is the time you all have been waiting for. So without further ado, I would now like to formally welcome Mr. Steve Dangle to the Jigme Kelting Show. Thank you, Steve, and welcome. Thank you, Jigme. I appreciate you having me on. Um, yeah, so we'll get started. So with the first question I had for you is, who or what inspired you to get into hockey? Um... I'm not really sure. Uh, I've sort of been a, a hockey fan since before I can even remember. Um, some of my earliest hockey memories have to do with hockey, and, and I think that means I sort of liked it since literally before I can remember. But uh, luckily, the Leafs were really good when I was a kid. Um, I loved watching Felix Potvin make all, all kinds of big saves, and uh, uh, I don't know. I just sort of fell in love with it from there. Ah, okay. Interesting, interesting. Um, and connecting back to that question, how long have you been a Leafs fan for? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm almost 31 years old, so it probably took me a couple years to figure out how to talk, and then I would say after that I've been a Leafs fan, so maybe 29 years. Oh, okay, okay. So you've been a, a long time Leaf fan, uh, to say, um... So, what was your initial reaction when you first found out that John Tavares signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs? And did you ever believe he would come to the Toronto Maple Leafs? No, I was in utter disbelief. Um, you know, because the Leafs already have some good centers on their team. You know, Austin Matthews and Nazem Kadri. Uh, I didn't think they would go out and, and find another center, uh, even though Tavares is a very good one. But also... For many years, um, you know, there, there were all sorts of players rumored to be coming to the Leafs, and it never actually happened. Uh, so Tavares was sort of the first superstar uh, to join the Leafs as a free agent. Um, uh, you know, and for it to happen now while the Leafs are just hitting their stride was a big surprise and a welcome surprise. Mm -hmm. um, so in your opinion, what do you think the Leafs need to do in order to finally get past the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs? Um, I think the Leafs, if they keep playing their game um, and they stop getting in their own way, uh, I think they can get past the first round of the playoffs. Uh, people talk about last year's series against the Bruins like the Bruins killed the Leafs. It's not true. The Leafs were winning heading into the third period of the seventh game. Um, they could have just as easily won that series, a bounce here, a bounce there. Um, it's not as if they got swept. So uh, I, I think this year with better center depth, um, and hopefully, you know, Freddie Anderson can play uh, his best and Mike Babcock gets a little creative, 
the Leafs should be able to get past Boston. Um, and then after that, I mean, the, the playoffs are kind of a – they're a bit of a crapshoot, right? Because anything mm-hmm. can happen. Um, guys can get injured. Um, and you're sort of locked in there with the team. So you're not you're not necessarily playing your game specifically. You're you're um, sort of catering your defense and offense to the other team because you're locked in there for four to seven games. Yeah, uh, I think the Leafs have a shot, just like they did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in all honesty, do you believe the Leafs have a chance to win the Stanley Cup in, let's say, the next one or two years? Um, oh yes, I believe the Leafs could win a, a cup in the next one or two years. Um, the issue, uh, more so than Boston, is uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, they're just such a monstrous team. So this year is definitely Tampa's year to go for the the Stanley Cup. Next year, though, you know, a lot of fuss has been made about the Leafs' salary cap situation. Tampa's isn't isn't uh, very nice either. So um, I, I think next year, um, you know, they'll continue to be contenders. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's good to know. Um, so, like, Kyle Dubis, like, in your opinion, how good has he been early on in his uh, stint as the general manager uh, of the Maple Leafs? Um, I think Dubis has been really good at development. Um, he's been very smart about not allowing young players to join the Leafs until they're absolutely ready. He's not doing any of this up-and-down uh, treatment, sort of like uh, how the Oilers are doing with some of their prospects, like Jesse Puglia, RV and uh, Kyler Yamamoto. Um, he's, he's letting players sort of overripe it in the AHL, so I think that's very good. Uh, getting John Canaris was a huge victory for him, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jake Muzzin trade was bold, and I think that was a big win because uh, not only is he a Leaf this year, but he'll be a Leaf next year. Mm-hmm. I like the Nick Patan trade. The, the only only criticism I would have is at this deadline, he didn't go out and get a defenseman. Now, I don't mean, um, you know, obviously Jake Muzzin is fine, but they knew uh, that Jake Gardner was hurt and could be out for a while, and then they're one injury away from disaster. Yeah, and sure enough, that injury happened. Dermot got hurt, and I know they've wanted to call Callie Rosen up for some time, but he's hurt as well. So I was surprised they didn't go out and spend, you know, a late round pick on a player like a Michael Delzato or a Nathan Beaulieu. But um, he's clearly confident in the group that he's got. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at what age? Because now, now you're posting YouTube videos and like talking about all the Leaf game recaps and previews and like trades that happened with the Leafs and everything. Uh, so I want to know at what age did you get into YouTube and creating videos? Uh, I started making videos in 2007, um, and the Leafs lost their first game of the year that season in the 2007-2008 season, and I just had a lot of opinions about it, and it was the first time the Leafs had been playing um, since I had gotten a webcam. And so I guess I was just drawn to it magnetically. And, um, you know, uh, well, one thing led to another, and, and I made, I made, I decided to make a video after every Leafs game. And what surprised me is more people than just my friends started watching them. And it would get featured on a blog, and a few dozen people would see it. 
and over time that turned into a hundred and then a few hundred and then a few thousand and now to date um i just passed 25 million views uh ever so it's it's um it's an exponential thing mm-hmm. um and did you ever believe in your wildest dreams that you would become this popular on youtube no never never uh i didn't think anyone had the patience to listen to me yell and scream <laughs> about my favorite hockey team but i'm glad they do and and I think I think anyone who watches my videos, they sort of get the pain of being a Leafs fan. But more importantly, they understand that the um, the point of all sports is just to have fun. So I have a weird channel, but I'm just trying to have fun with it. And I think people just have fun. Oh, okay. Um, so the next question I have for you is, what is experience like working as a content contributor at Sportsnet? Oh, it's been great. Um, you know, I'm surprised. Uh, you know, I, I always get surprised when I get opportunities. And Sportsnet called me a few years ago um, for a behind-the-scenes role. And then uh, after a while, you know, because they knew of my YouTube work and the podcast, they decided to offer me a job as a contributor, just making content for them for a living. And, and it's great. You know, I get mm-hmm. to work with Jeff Merrick sometimes and, you know, some players I uh, watched growing up, I, I just did some commercials with Marks of Art, so it's pretty surreal, pretty fun. Oh, okay. Um, and, I mean, it's it's crazy to think because this recently just happened. Uh, legendary Ted Lindsay passes, passes away. What are your thoughts? Well, Ted Lindsay uh, was an amazing hockey player, but he was a better person, and uh, he left his legacy... Uh, on the game, you know, he's he's in a class of player like John Beliveau and Johnny Bauer, um, who were Hockey Hall of Fame players, but were even better people. And um, and uh, Ted Lindsay uh, boycotted his own Hockey Hall of Fame induction ceremony because it was policy that your wife and children could not come. And he said that was rubbish, and he stuck up for it. And what I like to think about is at the time, I bet people called him, uh, you know, ridiculous or arrogant um, for for believing that he should get special treatment. When And now, decades later, we know that he's on the right side of history. Of course you should be able to bring your wife. Of course you should be able to bring your significant other. Uh, of course you should be able to bring uh, your, your children. And he was, he was instrumental in... Um, in um, uh, forming the players' union and sticking up for the players and making sure they weren't taking advantage of. So as good as a player as he was, he was even a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was the experience like working as an associate producer at CBC? Well, working at CBC was fun. It's such a historic um, sort of building, and I'm fortunate to still work in that building, although I'm a sportsman. Um but uh, it's it's fun, and you you never get used to uh, you know seeing Don Cherry or Ron McLean walk through the halls. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Steve, we want to know what inspired you or got you into creating your own podcast show. Uh, my co-host and I, uh, Adam Wild, uh, we came up with the idea when we were still in grade eleven 
And uh, it took a number of years for us to actually get the idea off the ground. You know, he kept moving, um, you know, from province to province looking for jobs. And I was obviously in school and had no idea what I was doing. But once we got to a place in our lives where we were a little bit more settled, we decided, you know, let's, let's actually do this. And I think the reason that we still do it is sort of what I was saying with the videos. Uh, we don't do it because it's a job. We do it because we have fun with it. And we just sit around talking hockey. Um, you know, I think like anybody would. It's just people happen to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Steve, um, everyone says that consistency is so important when it comes to YouTube or whatever you want to do. And so, in, in your opinion, why is consistency so important? Well, consistency is important because people know what to expect from you. Um, you know, if, if you make a video after every Leafs game and that's what you say you're going to do, that's what you better do. If you say you're going to deliver two podcasts a week, that's what you better do because, um, you know, people expect that of you. Uh, you know, I think people are less interested in the wild card. Now, there's there's still YouTubers that I enjoy watching who have sporadic schedules, like Bill Wirtz uh, is a really fun one. But, um, you know, you just got to consistently bring... Uh, the same effort to every video. You can get creative. So I guess you can be consistently inconsistent in that regard. You know, you always have to bring something different. But if if you bring the same effort and, um, you know, don't make one video that's 20 minutes and then another video that's two necessarily, um, people will uh, sort of learn what to expect from you. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I myself are like learning how to become consistent with my content, you know, because now that I'm creating podcasts from my high school podcast show, LC Radio One, and also my own show, the Jigby Kelsing Show. So I'm like trying to learn from other YouTubers uh, to see what it's like to be consistent with your content, you know, like upload another thing, upload another thing, right? And then like edit and then go through everything. But I think people don't really realize how stressful it can be to edit like an hour long footage thing. And then to go through that and then post it a day after, you know, I think it's like do one thing, do the other, do one thing, do the other. So it gets stressful at times, but um, what kind of advices would you give people who are going through that phase? Well, I would say make sure you're enjoying it, you know, because editing can be tedious and, and it's not always fun, but um, you know, I, I think, sound young and ambitious and um, I speak to a lot of folks who are who are young and ambitious you got to remember to just allow yourself to sort of be a high school student right allow yourself to be a teenager Um, you know it's it's good to work hard and you should work hard but um, don't grow up before you need to I would say so just um, as a young person uh, you just need to focus on um, acquiring more and more tools. Now, that doesn't mean hardware um, or things of that nature. You're, you're figuring out timing. You're figuring out, um, you know, your creativity. You're figuring out how to use a camera. You're figuring out writing. You're figuring out sound. You're figuring out all kinds of things. So I, I, I would say, I would say, Make sure you're having fun and make sure you're learning and everything else should take care of itself. Okay. Um, so the next question I had is, is there any advices you would give to the younger generation like me regarding choosing your, chasing your dreams and maybe becoming popular like you? 
Yeah, I, I would say it's uh, it has to do with consistency. You know, so many people I speak to, they want to make videos or do a podcast, and they try it for a week or two weeks or maybe even six months, and then they stop doing it. Well, I said to have fun, and um, I said to learn. Well, if you stop doing it, you're not going to learn, and if you're not doing it, how are you going to have any fun? You know, mm. and maybe you stop doing it because you weren't having fun, and that's fine. But yeah. I think if you're having fun and you're learning, you're gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um, just just to put it out there to you is, uh, I had I had one friend who's actually a big fan of yours. Uh, his name is Sean, and if you can uh, say hello to Sean for me, uh, that'd be great. Hey Sean, it's Steve Dangle. Don't mess around too much during exams. All right, pass all your classes. Everyone will be proud of you. Mm-hmm. Um. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, I really appreciate that because uh, I tried. I tried. I tried to get him on here. You know, I'm like, you know, uh, Steve Dangle. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be speaking to him for an interview, right? And then he's like, no way. So he. I told him to come down, but unfortunately, he isn't here. He had to. He had to go. But uh, I really appreciate you doing this uh, for him and just saying hello to him, um, because I think this would really make his day. Um, he couldn't believe that I actually got you on for the interview. And this is actually, quite frankly, my dream come true. Because <laughs> I never, I never in my wildest dreams thought I would get the Steve Dangle on my show. You know, it's like something you, you think about as a childhood dream, you know. Um, watching your YouTube videos and learning from you. And I laugh every time you post a video because it's like... You're you're funny, but also like you speak so much truth, really. Because well, I, I appreciate that very much, Jimmy. But uh, aim higher. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's just because you know it's young people like you who teach other young people like me to keep chasing your dreams. Because if you if you at least put your mind to something, you can achieve anything. Then sky's the limit. You know, I think you're really putting it out there and it's making a clear statement to people that never give up because anything is possible in life, you know? And I think that, uh, that really resonated with me and will resonate with many other people and the generations to come. So thank you, Steve, for doing that. You are an inspiration. Um, I'm so glad I had the chance to speak with you and this is, this is a, this is a dream come true still. I can't believe it. Um, yeah, and say hi to Adam and uh, Jesse for me, eh? I absolutely will, and tell Sean he owes you something. Yeah, um, and if you could also shout me out on your uh, podcast show, because uh, that'd be so great. <laughs> I'll try to remember, man. We're not sure when we're going to do the next one. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm going to wrap the show up right here. Um Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening to this episode of The Jimmy Kelsing Show. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did making it for you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a thumbs up. If you want to see more, then hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to turn your post notifications on. That way you won't miss a thing. You'll be notified every time I post something new on my channel. Don't forget to follow all my social media platforms. I'll leave them down below in the description below. Other than that, my name is Jimmy Kelsing, and you have been listening to... And watching the Jigby Kelsing Show exclusive interview with the man himself, Mr. Steve Dangle. Thank you, Steve. And uh, 
I'll speak with you very soon. Sure. Take care, Jamie. All right. Thank you. Bye, Steve. Bye. Take care.